This episode of Fun Employment Radio is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com slash funemployment and use offer code FUNEMPLOYMENT. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I'm just saying, you know, this is these are the kinds of things that I talk about. You guys are weird. Well, no, when Tristan and I are hanging out, we're trying to come up with different kind of business ideas. This is a bit this is what you're calling a business idea. Well, yeah, though. it started from talking about him using Tinder and then we're like, "Well, wait a minute. What if you're into something more specific because people Oddly know specific things?" Oddly specific Tinder is Oddly that what you're talking about? Tinder. And I'm not saying neither him nor I. Well, I guess I can't speak for him. I am not into this, but I think it's a genius idea. Someone should create it, and I want to coin it right here. There needs to be a foot fetish Tinder app. But what would it be called? I didn't know what specifically you were talking about. You guys were talking about a foot fetish? Yeah, if someone were into that. Uh, we're going to have to come you, back to this. this. We're going to talk about this. Uh, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We, of course, greatly, greatly appreciate it. You guys are fantastic. And, of course, we are live uh, broadcasting here out of Portland, Oregon, five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, along with all of the other fine programs that are here on, on this network. And also, <laughs> we uh, do have, of course, our podcast, which you can download for free anytime time, day or night. Anytime. The internet does not sleep, Sarah. It does the not. The cyber world is always up. It is always caffeinated and it's raring to go. The lights are always on in Cyberland and you can listen <gasps> Lights to- are on in Cyber City? Yes, in Cyber City. <laughs> <laughs> and you can download Fun Employment Radio at any of your favorite uh, locations to get your podcasts. <laughs> Keelan is already going, why did I tune in for this? Okay, <laughs> that is in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Uh, yeah, so alright, we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today. Uh, a lot of things to cover, including we're going to be joined by Mr. Nathan Brannon. One of our favorite people. Yes, indeed. One of our absolute favorite people. Uh, Nathan's going to be in here talking about, well, just talking about Nathan. And then uh, uh, he doesn't speak in the third person. That He doesn't mm-hmm. do that. That himself. would be kind of funny if he did. Yeah, what if ma- it's something that he just starts maybe, doing sometime? Would he, you br- I'd bring it up. I'd be like. Well, he is getting pretty, I mean, he's getting really huge right now. I mean, uh, like, not, not, not physically, physically. Not but physically. Yeah, but, but I mean, uh, you know, I mean, his, uh, he's, he's a rising getting, star in he comedy. He is a rising star. He is quite the popular young man. Yeah, I, I would bring it up. I feel comfortable bringing it up. He is one of those up. guys that we could say we knew him when. Yes, oh, We absolutely. even helped him set up his uh, first uh, internet database. Yes, it's true. Yes. It's, well, I don't think it was an internet database. It's a website. His There's website. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, so, but, uh, yeah, if he did start speaking about himself in the third person, I would feel comfortable bringing it up. I think he could pull it off. Yeah. You think he'd get away with it? I think he could. All right. Yeah. We'll test it out. All right. Okay. We'll we should ask him. him how comfortable he would be talking about himself in the third person. <laughs> All right. So Nathan's going to be joining us here in a minute. He's going to be talking about his show at Bridgetown, which, of course, is coming up next And week. a record release that he's a part of. Absolutely. It's going to be very it's cool. very awesome. Mm. Um, all right. But before we get to that, so Sarah and I, of course, we do this show. This is our main job. We do this five days a week, as we said. But we're always looking. You know, we have our side jobs. We'll talk about Sarah's here in a minute. But uh, I'm always... I was looking for trying to trying to scheme. I'm doing the trifecta today. I worked on a painting this morning. I'm doing this today uh-huh. during the day, and then I'm working at my other job tonight. Look at you! I've got my three for jobs going you. on today. Yeah, mm-hmm. good, good for good for you. <laughs> um, but I'm saying though, this 
could be genius. Now, this is not something... I am not a foot guy. I'm not into feet. I think feet are kind of gross, to be honest with you. I mean... I thought I you're into feet. your feet. You like to show your feet off to the world during the summer when you're wearing your mandals about. Well, if people like my feet, that's uh, more power to them. You know, that's fine with me. I think my feet are really uh, kind of gross looking, but that's fine. Um, however, I know there are people out there. Well, and, you have sturdy mountain feet. We've and talked about this. I do. Yeah. I do. And I think that there's some business opportunities that are not being taken advantage of. And I think a Tinder app specifically for foot fetishists would what? work. In what See? context so, okay, were you and Tristan just sitting there and talking about Tinder and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, maybe <laughs> we should talk, find a Tinder for foot fetishists. Well, is one of, be honest, is one of you a foot fetishist? It is not me. Is I'm Tristan? Not, no, I don't think so. I okay. can't verify that he is. He he said he wasn't. You can't say that he is, nor can you like legally say that he is completely not. Well, you're right. I can't vouch for that. I can't say that he's not. But if he is, you know, more power to him, whatever it is that he's into. Yeah. Why did you go to default? Like, all right, Tinder. What, why did you go to that default? Like, that's the thing. Well, because we were looking at his Tinder account and we we're like, well, yeah, but what if you're into this? What there should be something for people who are foot fetishists so they don't have to explain it to someone or be embarrassed. They can just go on the app and be like, oh, there's another foot person who's you know, two miles away from me. Let's meet up and look at each other's feet or whatever I'm sure do. something like that has to exist. Well, no, I'm going to assume it doesn't because I've done no research on it and I came up with the idea myself. I prefer to live in that kind of a world. So with that, I think we were trying to come up with a name. Here's here's one of the names. And I think this could be a good one. This is one that and I'll well, give Well, I already have credit. thought of a perfect name. So you tell me your name and I'm gonna I'm already gonna one up you. Okay. Slipper. So this is a little bit classy. So you don't have to feel bad about it. That is creepy as fuck. <laughs> oh Why my is that creepy? God, the Tinder slipper app. Not Tinder. App? It's not Tinder at all. It's, it's like just Tinder. Slipper. Slipper. Yeah, I was, I was on that my slipper app. That is creepy. You know what I think? I just think slipper. Yeah, I was on my slipper app the Ew, other day. Ew, that sounds like a like a roofie app. Like a, I'm gonna slip or something. Oh no! Well, no, I didn't mean it like that. Yeah. I meant like slipper, a classy way to look. Nobody at Nobody says. Wait, this shows how little you care about shoes. Nobody says slipper unless they're talking about bedtime slippers. Well, you hope it's going to end up with the bedtime. See, that's why it's slipper. That's another reason. That's another good positive reason. Slipper. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> See, so it could be like, yeah, oh, yeah, um, I'm on my slipper app. And, uh, oh, there's a the slipper app just told me that, uh, you know, Sally's about 10 blocks away and Sally's in defeat too. And then, bam, hookup right there, making magic happen. These are the kinds of things that I think should See, happen. that is so... That would be so wildly unsuccessful. I can't Why? even put it into because nobody is going to download a thing called Slipper. Well, yeah, but if you're into feet, you would. Okay, fine. What What is your name? What did you come up? With? I totally came up like just when you said that. I already came up with something a thousand times better than yours. You know what, what would be a great one? Footsie. 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 That's that's it. It's probably somebody's going to take that and run with that. See, that sounds creepy to me. Playing. No, Slipper. Slipper. slipper is the creepiest thing ever. <laughs> slipper says class because classy people wear slippers. Nope, footsie. Footsie. Footsie no. is like yeah, like getting like getting to know someone. You know, footsie's kind of a courting thing. Like if you're like maybe playing with each other. Like I don't know if people do that. I've never played footsie, but I think footsie would be an amazing foot fetish Tinder site. Uh, I don't know. Footsie just sounds a little bit. That sounds more creepy to me. It, There's something sinister then about slipper? it. Slipper. Slipper sounds. I don't know. It sounds. It sounds wrong. Downloaded my slipper app. Yeah. Oh, her and I met over Slipper. Yeah. See, exactly. Bam, no. right there. That just no, sounds classy. No, 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 because I think if you're going to fucking go for it, you need to nail it for exactly what it is. And I think like, hey, yeah, Sheila and I totally met over Footsie. It was awesome. Oh, no, no, no. That sounds creepier to me. Footsie just sounds kind of kind of really, really, really creepy. Mm, people are already saying that Footsie is 100% perfect. Footsie is better than Slipper. Who is Who are these people Everybody. saying? Everybody. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the world. Um, 
All right. Well, maybe. Maybe. Oh, but either see, way, you know I that I'm the right. Idea. That's like, I, I don't want to have any part of your idea. You I can take the do name Footsie and run with it. steal my foot fetish app. And by the way, I'm not a foot fetishist. I just want to make sure that's clear. I'm not into feet. I'm sorry, the feet are gross. But for other people who are, I'm not judging. I'm just saying the new slipper app could be just for you. Slipper or footsie. All right. I'll have to think about it. Either way, I'm taking the name. It's, I'm claiming I, it. The idea was mine. What else do you and Tristan sit and talk about? Like, I see you guys talking, and I don't. I, I, never, I never thought that you'd be sitting here telling me that you guys were sitting talking about a foot fetish app for your phones. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying there's different uh, opportunities that are out there, and this is uh, one of them. This okay. is one of the ones I was thinking about. Business, sir. It's business. Oh, yes. It's your business mind. It's my business mind. Please say that your business mind hit record. Uh, no, it did hit record. Okay. Just uh, adjusting one thing here. Because okay, I cool. Uh, kind of just change something and... And there we All go. All right. We'll take that out and post it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's what I'm saying. Okay. So what other things do you guys... Dis- I really want to know what other things you guys discuss about this. Well, no. That was just one of them. It's different business opportunities that, when they arise. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to workshop this one. Well, speaking of And feet. you'll be really jealous when I'm very, uh, when I'm very successful with okay, my are you done talking? slipper app. That's so gross. Uh, speaking of feet, tonight I am excited slash nervous because I am working. I'm working at the bar that I that I bartend at. Mm-hmm. I'm working my first Blazers playoff game night. Okay, what does and that mean? A, so it means it's a so the place that I work at it's a sports bar mm-hmm. and it's really it gets super busy during games. Like I worked a UFC fight last weekend. Okay, and it just is gets insanely packed. Okay, and so I'm working. So I've never actually you know worked for. A playoff game before, like I work for Blazer Games, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's it's packed in there. But I mean, I have a feeling this is just going to be fucking insane tonight. So tonight, so when I'm working, I'm basically running around for about five hours nonstop, not stopping yeah. to do anything. So I think what I'm going to do, this is tying it back to feet, is I have that uh, little thingamabob that I have. Uh, it's like a Nike watch thing where you can track how far you've gone. I love it when you describe technology or mm-hmm. or products. I should be a uh, thingamabob like, watch tech- thing. I should do tech write-ups. You should, mm-hmm. yeah. I've really missed my calling on that. Yeah, I think so. But there's a thingy-mabob that I wear on my wrist, and then there's another thingy that goes inside of your shoe, and it basically monitors your steps and shows you like how, like how, basically how far of a distance you've gone. Okay. So I'm going to be wearing my sport shoes to to the bar tonight, and I'm going <laughs> to your entire description of all of this, your thingy-mabob watch thing with the thing that tracks your feet walking, uh-huh. and then uh, you know with your uh, sport shoes. Yeah. All right. So I would, I, and I'm very curious because I have been because I'm moving. I'm running around so much. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to attempt to see if this works, if I can see how many miles I actually am running around during a Blazer playoff game. Okay. I want to see how busy, because it's going to be really busy. Yeah, it will be. Well, here's the thing, though. If you So you work at a sports bar. You're not going to be one of those uh, bartenders at who works at a specific sports bar who pretends like they don't know or, do, or doesn't know anything about sports, right? Oh, no. I'm going to be... That's what... Su- like, I'm excited to work for it because I like money and it's awesome. It's going right. to be busy. But, I mean, I would really... You know, of course, clearly, I would much rather... You know, if... if I would much rather be watching the game drinking okay. beer. All right. No, I'm super excited. That's why... Uh, because I, a lot of the people you know come in are fans, and it's fun. Because now I actually, because of like Sportlandia, and because of you, I know what mm. I'm talking about when it comes. Not, I don't know 100 percent what I'm talking about. I don't right. know all of it, but I know enough. But you can to fake it to, enough. Yeah, I know enough to have a conversation with somebody. Yeah, that's so awesome. It is, yeah, it is fun when people come in and like, and they don't expect me to know anything. I'm wearing like a blazer shirt. I'm like, oh yeah, I know they're they're, they're three and two, and they're at home. And like I'm talking, to them, like oh okay, they know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But I don't even think I'll have time to talk tonight, dude. Yeah. 
I'm just gonna be running. Yeah, just mm-hmm. just hustling. I'm I'm be hustling like cocktails style. Do you damn like, straight, Greg? We're hustling every day. You that's, know that. <laughs> yes, we are. And you did the uh, White Boy Lobster Claw when you did that. <gasps> oh, um, I never talked about White Boy Lobster Claws this week. We should talk. Okay, we'll talk about it next week because we have a lot today. Okay. But I went to see a White Boy Lobster Claw rap show this past week. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, and we'll, it was wow. We'll put a pin in that one for we'll next put, week. We'll then. put a pin in we'll it. We'll definitely have to talk about that. Yes. Um, yeah, I just picture you back there now, like flipping, uh, flipping bottles around and doing the whole. Uh, I can do. Uh, you can one, flip bottles. I can't flip it all the way, but I can do a fun uh, trick where I pull it out. I know. I don't know if that's a good idea for you. I'm going to be honest. No, I don't pull. Like I do this. Like I'll pull it out of the thing. I'll do that, and then like do that. And Sarah, then start you're pouring. a very talented person. Uh-huh. You're good in a lot of things. However, as I've said before, grace. Is not necessarily one of your skill sets. It's it's not part of your skill set. I'm not. I'm You're not kind of a swole. clumsy person. No. And I just see it. I don't see that ending well for you if you start trying to flip bottles. I'm not going to try and flip bottles. <laughs> I'm not going to flip bottles. But it is. There are going to be a lot of. So there are going to be a lot of us working. It's going to be staffed. You know, really high tonight. And we have a 360 bar, which means the bar is in the middle, and then like you can go around the bar 360 uh-huh. degrees when you're a bartender. Do you get up onto the onto the table like? Onto yes, the and bar? then I do my coyote ugly dance. That's really? what I do. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, you might get some more tips that way. I know, right? Yeah. I need to find a tight shirt to wear tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, though, I don't know if your dancing skills would necessarily. No, I'd fall off the bar. Yeah. I'd break something. Yeah, Elaine on Seinfeld. That that kind of sums up some of your dancing moves. Mm-hmm. And then you do a boo. <laughs> <laughs> and then you make noises all the time. You like call yourself out. No, I think at the bar because the the girl that I mainly work with, she's a super adorable, like super hot little blonde girl. She's really? Like, yeah, she's like in her early twenties, and so I feel old anyway. Okay. And she's just like like so put together and nice looking, and I'm just like the sweaty monster woman that's running around like, you know, getting everything done. But like I, I can't stop myself from sweating, and it's so hot today too that I'm just not even going to bother putting on any makeup. I'm just going to sweat right through it. Okay. So I'm just so that's so why I need we, to. There we go. That's that's why I need to get something tight and low because my face isn't going to be working tonight because it's just going to be covered in sweat. Okay. So All I right. need to make the tips somehow. Okay. <laughs> that's what she said. All <laughs> right. Well, there we go. We'll have to. Uh, Keelan's been there happens. to visit me at the bar several times, and he said, "Yep, she's hot." Talking about but, you or talking about not? He's clearly not talking about me. He's talking yeah. about the the twenty three year old. Really? Girl. All right. Well, yeah. maybe I'll have to come down there. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of the game, I know that Nathan's going to be coming in. I do have a few things for ball talk. Should we do this? Yeah. Do this now, and uh, go ahead and do do a little bit of a little bit of talking balls, ball talk. You want to talk ball, the balls in your mouth? No, that's not how that works. But as you said, you know this segment does help you to if you don't know everything that's going on in the world of sports. You can have just a general knowledge of what's happening, so you can have a conversation with someone. Mm-hmm. This is a good thing. I think this helps. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. It's a potpourri of balls today, so I got a smattering, a few different things. I'm just going to give you, a, I'll give you a couple general knowledge things right off the bat, just so you're aware of them. Okay. There were a bunch of NHL uh, uh, seventh games last night, so the NHL is having their playoffs. National Hockey League. Okay. They have. Uh, they also have the same system where it's best of seven for their first round mm-hmm. and they had a bunch of three different uh, seventh games so three different series went to the seventh game and they were all played yesterday so that's about all you need to know okay. just know the NHL playoffs are really and there good. was one like really bad game that Ryan's favorite team right that did uh, the super San Jose Sharks yes the San lost, Jose Sharks yeah lost, lost after, epically after being up 3-0 in a best of seven series lost four in a row and lost the series yes that is true um, also the NBA playoffs so there are going to be uh, let's see one two Two seventh games tomorrow? No, three. There will okay. be three tomorrow. Uh, three three of them. There will be wow. uh, the Clippers Warriors, 
There will be the Pacers Hawks. And then there is uh, Oklahoma City, Memphis. And those games are all tomorrow as well. Okay. Today's games are the Blazers playing the Houston Rockets. Blazers are up 3-2. to two. The game is in Portland. And if the Blazers win, that means the series is over. They go on to the next round. If they lose, there will be a seventh game in Houston on Sunday. Oh, boy. You don't want that. No. Blazers, Blazer fans don't want that. Like you don't want either, a seventh game in Houston. That's, it's pretty much, it's either they win tonight or not at all. Basically, no, Isn't not necessarily. It? The two teams are very, very evenly matched, but that puts a, if if Houston wins tonight, that puts a lot of momentum in their favor, and they're going back home, and they're. I mean, it's it, it will be much more difficult for the Blazers to win yeah. if they lose tonight. I, I will say that it's not impossible. Much more difficult though. All right, so that's part of what's going on. Uh, we'll get back to some of the playoff stuff here. In a minute. See, I am kind of happy that I'm working because this is going to be a really goddamn stressful game, mm-hmm. and so I will be distracted at least for a lot of it. It, it will be a very good game. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very close uh, the whole time. I, I I would I would imagine just because they're so evenly matched. So we'll see what happens. It'll be a good game. Um, a couple of updates on the Donald Sterling thing. Now, Donald oh. Sterling, of course, the owner of the Los Angeles Clippers, with his extremely racist uh, uh, voice uh, conversation that came out that was uh, publicized. You know, the NBA has banned him for life from being on any of their at any of their facilities. He is still the owner, though, and uh, they are going to attempt to force him to sell. It's what seventy five percent. Seventy five percent of the NBA owners there are thirty owners. Seventy five percent of them have to vote uh, that he is. Uh, I can't remember what it, the exact terminology is, but basically that he's uh, detrimental to their business interests and they want him out. Uh, and then he would technically, under the bylaws, be forced to sell the team. However, if he wants to, he can start suing and he can make this a big. Thing. Okay. He could really go after them. Uh, but some of the fallout is happening because of this, because uh, one of the side notes was that the NAACP, the L.A. chapter, was ready to give him a Lifetime Achievement Award. I remember you saying that. This month. And um, what this basically comes down to is money. He gives a lot of money away. And, you know, in, in all fairness, you know, that's that can be a good thing. And it can help things. It can help things. But also, rich people like to get awards, and uh, people who get a lot of money like to give that person an award. Well... It's just come out that Leon Jenkins, who was the president of the L.A. chapter of the NAACP, has resigned oh. over this controversy. So, and maybe rightfully so, because yeah. it was no secret that Donald Sterling, his thoughts. There, there's lots of other things that have come out before about him and his thoughts on uh, on people of other ethnicities, mm-hmm. including many lawsuits he's had in the past. But he also gave them a bunch of money, so they were going to give him an award. Well, Leon Jenkins is now reti- uh, resigning from his position because of this controversy. Uh, moving on, his uh, little uh, tartlet, uh, V. Stiviano. <laughs> so V. His Stiviano tartlet. is his mistress. She's Actually, she's older than I thought. Apparently, she's 31. I know, and she's been claiming to be younger. Okay, is that what it is? That's what it is because like her birth, like after she's you know gained notoriety, like she's been claiming that she was like 24. Yeah. And she's, yeah, she's 31. She's 31. So she's ancient, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, mistress of the 80-year-old billionaire, former mistress. mistress. Uh, she is enjoying her time in the spotlight, including all the media that's camped outside of her house. She went outside and posed for pictures of wearing roller skates. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, she's trying to soak up this 15 minutes of fame she's going to have. Uh, she also made a statement to the media saying, and I quote, One day... I will become president of the United States of America, and I will change the legislation and laws. 
One day I will become president of the United States of America and I will change the legislation and laws. I thought she wasn't showing. How is she making statements? Isn't she walking around with that big mirrored visor thing on? Oh, Have you seen this? No, I don't know what you're talking about. I am going to show. I'm going to post this. She looks like a member of. Um, uh, what's the the band that had the big hit? Daft Punk. Okay, that's weird. Yeah. What's her name again? Uh, v. I don't know what her actual first name is. V. Period. It's just an initial. Stiviano. S T I V I A N O. I mean, make no mistake mistake about it. Donald Sterling clearly a racist. This woman is clearly an idiot, though. Too. Oh yeah. I mean, there's. Uh, there's no uh, redeeming qualities about her either. All right. If you're listening live in the chat, we'll, pay, we'll post this on uh, on the website as well. This is what she's walking around wearing. Okay. She's wearing this visor everywhere. Covers her entire face so that nobody can see her face. Well, that's weird. Well, the ones that she posted today were her out in roller skates with the media. That's weird. That is weird. Um, so anyway, that is what she said. So we have that to look forward to, that she will be running for president one day. V. Stiviano. I'm sure. Wow. I'm, I'm very excited to hear what her policies so say will we be. All. Very excited about that. Um, well, we're going to go with this uh, theme for just a little bit because there's racism, of course, has come up quite a bit this week. And there's there's two issues here. There's two different stories I want to talk about. And these, were, these are stories that are just kind of breaking today. And one of them, uh, basically, I want to show the difference between being a racist and just being an idiot. Okay. So here's two stories. First one, this Straight up racist. So the Boston Bruins uh, NHL team were playing the Montreal Canadiens. The Canadiens' best player is P.K. Subin. And and I don't follow hockey, so I could be mispronouncing his name. Okay. P.K. Subin sure. happens to be... Um, uh, honestly, uh, he's, he's black. I don't know whether he's Canadian or American, so I can't even say. Uh, but he's he's uh, black. He is the best player on the Montreal Canadiens and contributed to the Canadiens... Um, Beating the Boston Bruins in the playoffs and moving on. Mm-hmm. So Boston Bruins, I believe, were eliminated uh, largely because of uh, this guy's play. He was just really good. And of course, Boston Bruins fans, and not all of them. I'm not saying all Boston Bruins fans, but there was a good, uh, good sized chunk of them decided to take to Twitter and tweet, of course, extremely racist <sighs> things. Just fucking assholes. Uh, there was one woman who posted a picture of a noose and said, I have something for Subin. And then there's all kinds of other, uh, you know, terrible things that are being posted. The Boston Bruins came out with a statement. Um, I'll see if I can find their exact statement. But basically, they said that it was reprehensible and they wished those people would not root for Boston and go away. Yeah. You know, and, and there were plenty of Boston Bruins fans who came out also and posted about how stupid that was. You know, all this racism stuff. They're like, he beat us because he's better. He's, yeah. he's good. He just happens to be a really fucking good hockey player. Um, so, that, but it, no matter what, though, it's just, it drives me insane that, um, and I hate to go on a kid's rant, and I don't know, it's not all kids, but just people on Twitter and stuff that think it's okay to be posting all this racist stuff. Kids it, today. Kids today. It's not <laughs> even just a kids today, though. It's just idiots. I think idiots have such a such an outlet now that they can post this kind of shit. Yeah. You know, that it's more readily accessible to see it. Like, has it always been this bad? No, I don't think it has been. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it is. Now, uh, you know, like, contacting a celebrity or somebody who's in the news or anything is just a fucking click away. Like, when we were when we were young. When we were young. Uh, Rangi is saying, also, sadly, it's not kids, it's adults. Yeah, and and you're right. You're right. But, I mean, anyone's accessible these days. And I think, like, you know, when we were little, like, I would write letters to the, you know, the address in the back of my Bop magazine Mm -hmm. to send to Donnie Wahlberg. And I'd wait you know, like 
four months to get like something back you know that's just like here we live in such a culture of immediacy yeah that anything like people want to get an immediate reaction they want to get it now and they want to get it the worst way that they can by trying to get attention so stupid it's so stupid and I understand you know uh, you know, when it comes to sports, like when you're playing in the series, like right now, you know, we're playing the Houston Rockets. I, I hate the Houston Rockets. You know, I'm like, I'm rooting against James Harden and Dwight Howard, and I can't stand them right now because we're in the middle of the playoff series. But that's on the court. Mm-hmm. Off the court, it's it's just different. And you never, just the racist ideas are just, uh It just drives me insane. No. Sorry, it gets me worked out. Well, I, it pisses I mean, me off so bad. It is being so brought up lately. I hope that it will draw attention. Two people who think that, you know, like, everyone's equal and everyone, you know, everything's perfect now. Like, draw attention. There still are pieces of shit out there yeah. that are treating people as if they're not equal. Yeah. I mean, and the thing is, if you're a Boston Bruins fan, yeah, I can understand why you don't like P.K. Subban. He knocked your team out. Sure. Yeah, I'd dislike him, too. But not because of that. Mm-mm. Ugh. So that's that's true. There is a fine line between stupid and racist because yeah. some people are just fucking idiots. Well, and here's the other story I have. So this is a story that I think... In my opinion, these these two are just idiots. So, and it's coming out of Portland, and this is a story that's just kind of breaking uh, nationally. And it's two Lewis and Clark college football players. Uh-oh. Lewis and Clark is basically a law school here in here in town. Um, it's a pretty prestigious law school, and, but they do have a football team. You know, it's kind of like a. It's not even NCAA. It's lower than that. I think it's NAIA. Mm-hmm. Like lower, smaller schools. Okay. Um, and two of their uh, two of the football players are in trouble right now for something that happened at a party at one of the uh, Holmes Hall. I can assu- I can only assume that's... Uh, okay, it's like a dorm. So it houses mostly sophomores, juniors, and seniors. And they were having a beer pong event as college kids do, and well, adults do. Uh, <laughs> Maybe my bar does. <laughs> at Holmes Hall. And here's what happened. So there was an... Afri- I'm going to read this report as it is. An African-American student and a white student. These two guys are buddies. But they um, they were on the same beer pong team, and the African American student named his beer pong team their beer pong team Team N Word. Okay. So only he didn't use N Word. So that's what they named their team. And during the match, him and his buddy, again black guy and a white guy, on the same team Team N Word, um, were playing. And when they would score, they'd shout out the name of their team, and then they also exchanged the phrase "white power" with each other. Going back and forth Again this is a black guy And white guy Who are buddies Now the administration Found out about this And they are um, They are uh, Threatening to suspend them Or kick them out So the players Are placed on probation Right now Uh, They may be suspended Or kicked out Of the school Even possible Wow Possibly Um, Now Here's the thing These two Clearly I, I I really do not believe They are racists Obviously as a black guy And a white guy On the same team They're buddies they're just yelling terrible things at each other. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they're also fucking idiots. You know, they're drunk college kids, idiots. Yeah. And they're doing this thing in in a hall, probably surrounded by a lot of other people who would be very sensitive to that issue. Gotcha. They shouldn't have done that. No, they shouldn't have. They should not have been doing that. It's it's not it's not something that you do like that, especially not in public, and especially not. Uh, around other people now, That's the not two of them. I appreciate. No, now if the two of them, when they're hanging out at their house or where in their room, if that's how they want to talk to each other, fine. They're buddies; they can say whatever they want to each other if it's in just to them. Mm. But they, you have to be aware of the nature of saying those kinds of things. Yeah, even if you're joking with your buddy, still not cool. Mm. Not cool. You can't do that. Um, but it also doesn't make them racists. It just makes them idiots. Yeah. They're just dumb. Yeah, that's true. That is the difference. Yeah, yeah. They're <laughs> idiots. 
and so that's that's just where I kind of see the difference. But you do have to be careful with that stuff. Mm. I mean, you just you can't do that. And I understand being buddies. I mean, quite honestly, and we would we never use terms like those ever. But um, you know, if even if someone had overheard some of the stuff that you know myself, Keelan, who's African American, Ryan, who's Asian American, when we were all living together in the same house. You know, that's us. That's us three talking to each other. We were we had fun with stuff. Oh, sorry, Not using just, those words. I, no, no. But I remember that the International House of Nibbler. Yeah, that was you guys said the most fucked up shit to each other. Yeah, but that was an understanding because we're all buddies and, and we were know we're bu- not. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and you're in the safety of your own. Like you would even yeah. make note, like, oh, we would never talk this way around. You know, no. And essentially, we were making fun of racists by mm-hmm. saying some of this stuff. But um, you can't do that out in public. Oh no! I mean, no, no way, and that's why these kids. I, I hope they've learned a lesson. I do not believe they deserve to get kicked out of school for it. Um, perhaps I think probably the best thing for them is they should have to take some kind of a class on um, on racism and find out you know the meanings of those words and why you can't yell out mm. those kinds of things, uh, especially in the context. And uh, but kicked out of school—that's that's a little too far. That is that, a that's, little that's, too, that's too much. I mean, lots of people do stupid things. There's way worse things they could have done. Um. Yeah, it's a shockwave saying where you're saying it ironically. I've never said those words ever. I'm just saying, just in in context. No, there are a lot of like food in context. There are a lot of food jokes. Yeah, I mean it's just stupid <laughs> stuff. But it was just between us, and it's never something. You and do it was in mostly everybody each making fun of themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So anyway, that was the point I wanted to make: the difference between being racist and being an idiot. Mm-hmm. Um, neither are okay, but there is a difference. Yeah. All right. Uh, finally, in ball talk. Um, we've got this, and this has to do with a big sporting event that's also happening this weekend, Sarah. It's a, it's a weekend of big sporting events, and this one is going to have the most money on it, and that is the Kentucky Derby. Oh, <laughs> or what did you say was the was the douchey fancy name for it? Oh, race the, for ra- the roses. race for the roses. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. So the Kentucky Derby is this weekend. Of course, uh, it does happen uh, once a year. This is going to be the 140th running. Of the Kentucky Derby, also called uh, the best two minutes in sports, because that's about how long it lasts. Okay. There's lots of other uh, horse races before it, but then the actual race itself, yeah, it lasts about two minutes. It's how fast a horse can run a mile. And um, and we do have uh, some different odds here uh, in the uh, with it. Let me get these pulled up here. All right, yeah, and I want to look. So you sent me the names, right? I want to look and see which ones I'm going to be voting for. Okay, I'll say this. The favored horse in this event is... California Chrome. California oh, that's the Chrome. one I don't. I don't like that name. Well, California Chrome, as of right now, is favored five to two to win the uh, to win the Kentucky Derby, and then the second favorite was Hopportunity. Oh, I like that one. Hopportunity has been scratched, so something's wrong oh, with the horse no. or something. Yeah, it's it's not going to be racing. Uh, Hopportunity will not be doing that. All right, I'm looking at the other names of these. So I like, okay, so, of course, we talked about this on when we did our show on X-Ray. Yeah, when we did X-Ray, we were talking about the different names of the horses, so I was just coming up with background names for why mm-hmm. they were named this. Like, but fake background names, well, right, basically. Yeah. But saying them as if they're a fact. Like, yeah. for example, what was the one? So there's a horse named Danza. What was it that yeah. you said that? I said, uh, and this is made up, I said that uh, Danza is actually owned by Tony Danza's ex-wife, uh, Cheryl, because Cheryl, when she got divorced from Tony Danza, Tony Danza wanted her to remove the name Cheryl Danza, wanted, it, wanted her to change her last name back to her maiden name. And Cheryl didn't want to have anything of it, so Cheryl bought a horse and named that horse Danza just to get back at Tony. So that's why that, that horse is named Danza. And then We Miss Artie was because of a group of uh, uh, 
Howard Stern fans who, re- who miss who, Artie Lang, who on miss the Artie Lang <laughs> being on the show, and so they they pulled the, together their money to make a statement saying we miss Artie. Wow! All right, the and there the was horse. the other one. Uh, there's Candy Boy. Uh, Candy I like Boy. Candy Boy. Candy Boy. The story with Candy Boy is, you know, his uh, owners are part of the uh, Marshmallow conglomeration, the Marshmallow family, and uh, the Marshmallow family, of course, you know, they have this trade secret to marshmallows because if, if it's like uh, champagne, you know, you can get champagne from France, but anything else is just sparkling wine. Sure. Marshmallow, if it's not from the Marshmallow conglomerate, then it's just a, a toasted, uh, toasted puff. All right, I'm looking at these names. I want you to come up with uh, maybe the background for. One or two more. Okay. So I like this one. All right. So I'm looking through these names. What would you say the fake background story is for Dance with Fate? Dance with Fate. Okay. Well, yeah, that's actually a really good, uh, really good story. Um, Dance with Fate has to do with a. Uh, the owner is actually Polish. Uh, he's a Polish dancer. He was very world famous for a long time, and he did uh, did very well. However, he was one of the uh, famous people. He would show up at um, uh, he would show up for like mediation ceremonies and mediation things like that, like big hardcore labor negotiations. Mm-hmm. And he would show up and he would dance for them. And his dancing would uh, lull everybody into a calmer sense, and then everybody would ne- be able to negotiate uh, the uh, the final outcome. But they were very tense situations, so he was dancing with fate, hence dance with fate. What about Vickers in trouble? Oh yeah, Vickers in trouble. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a very good that's a very good story on there. This is actually um, it's a callback to history. Because there, at one t- point in the United States history, there was a, uh, a vicar of Iowa, and the vicar of Iowa wanted to kind of maintain that as that kind of a kind of a system, that political system. But there were a lot of people, you know, that were against that. And as they as it started, you know, to wane, where they were going to take away his uh, uh, vicarship, uh, they the papers that was one of the big headlines in the uh, Iowa Times back then. It said vicar's in trouble, and this is the his family. You know, it's, uh, several uh, several generations past, mm-hmm. they they call back to that now as just kind of a. They, they, at first, it was offensive to the family, sure, and now they're now they're all for it. So, uh, Vickers in Trouble is what they named that just to honor their uh, their their history. People are. So, I want to know someone who names their horse like a really weird name and like ask them why in God's name they named them that because yeah. they never make any sense. No. Well, I just made them make sense. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Uh, let's see. How about let's see one more. Um... What about General A-Rod? General A-Rod. All right, that's actually a very uh, interesting story right there. So, of course, uh, Alex Rodriguez, you know, of the... um Of the... uh, What's he play for now? Oh, the Yankees, kind of. But the troubled Mm. baseball superstar. Sure. Uh, There was a big movement. A-Rod is American, but there was a big movement. Uh, Shockingly, and this is kind of interesting. This is kind of interesting how this happened. So, uh, you know, baseball is a very popular sport in South America and in Bolivia of all places. Now, he's not Bolivian, and to my knowledge, he's never been to Bolivia, but uh, Bolivians are huge Alex Rodriguez fans, and there was a big push in the uh, Bolivian military when he was getting kicked out of baseball. They wanted him to come to Bolivia and lead their national baseball team to, uh, you know, to greater heights, try to get it on the map, and so they were campaigning for A-Rod to come. They were calling him, you know, uh, uh, colloquially, the General A-Rod. They wanted General Alex Rodriguez to lead their team. Yeah. So he, so it's, it's from Bolivians. Bolivians own that. Well, horse. that just makes sense. Well, thank you, Greg. Yeah, you're welcome. So, who are we going to pick our, our horses? Which ones we think are going to win? Sure. All right, you go first. All right, uh, I am going to say the winner of the Kentucky Derby tomorrow will be Cheryl Danza's horse, Danza. 
You think Danza's going to win? I think Danza's going to win. Okay. You think Danza's going to take it all? I'm on Team Danza. Stick Team it to Tony Danza. Danza. Let's see. 10 to 1 odds. Oh, Tony Danza's going to be so mad when that Oh, happens. he's going to be so mad. Oh, and I can't go for opportunity because he's not in there. All right. You know what one I'm going for? I'm going to go for number 20. Wicked Strong. Wicked Strong. I'm going to go for Wicked Strong. Wicked Strong. Wicked all Strong. Right. All right. Let's see. Well, Wicked Strong's odds are... Six to, okay, the Wicked Strong's has a better odds right now. Oh, they're at six to one to win, and uh, Danza is at eight to one. So uh, Cheryl Danza's horse is at eight to one. So these are different things, though, that you can let everybody know about when you're out tomorrow. You can give them the history of the horses and uh, just say it with confidence, and everybody will believe. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm going to put all my money on Candy Boy. I really yeah. want to do Candy Boy because I love that name. Because, That's my number one favorite name because of the marshmallow conglomerate. Because of the marshmallow conglomerate. Yeah. But I am going for Wicked Strong. Wicked Strong. Is that how you say it? Wicked Strong. I'm trying to do my Boston accent. I can't do it. All right. All right. Well, there we go. There we go, sir. Just a little bit about the Kentucky Derby. Oh, thanks for that. Yes, indeed. All All right. right. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. Shall we take a break? I believe our guest might be here. I believe so as Mm. well. So, yes, let's take a break. And we are going to be joined here in just a minute by Nathan Brandon, who's going to be performing at Bridgetown. Yeah. And he's just awesome. He is. Yes. All right. So uh, we'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Talk up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. What's up, guys? It's the world champion, Judah Friedlander. You're listening to Greg and Sarah on Fun Employment Radio. Why? Because you're a hero. Yeah. Oh, Judah. I listen to that uh, in the morning to pump myself up for the day. You do? Because mm-hmm. Judah Friedlander tells you that you're a champion? Yeah. Or a well, hero? no, a hero. A he's, hero. He's the world champ. He's the world yes. champ. You can't be the yes. champ. No. Because he's the champ. I can't. You know who else is a champ? Who? Maybe our guest that's in the room yes, right now. Yes, indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, joining Fun Employment <laughs> Radio right now, Mr. Nathan Braddon. Yeah. Hi, yeah. Nathan. Hey. Look at you. Every time we see you, you're more famous and more fancy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you're but like slightly, but like a difference of two, like three people, though. <laughs> that's fine. You know, it's, it's an increase. That's okay. We, Give me six months, I'll fill up a Starbucks. <laughs> somehow, at the, somehow at the beginning of the show, we started talking about if you're going to become famous enough where you start to refer to yourself in the third <gasps> person. Yes, that's what we were <laughs> Would talking. you ever do that? Well, Nathan Brandon will do your show. Yeah, but it would only be like it would only be my rap name. Like, <laughs> DJ Puddin will not. That's, for that. that's what I've been thinking. About. That's your. That's yeah. gonna be your rap name. Yeah, make everybody I mean, refer to you as smooth. that. I mean, it DJ Puddin. Wait, Puddin or Pudding? Everybody wants to spoon it. Putin, put no, not DJ Putin. <laughs> DJ Putin. That's a different audience. That's a different audience right there. <laughs> DJ well, Putin taking over stages all across the country. <laughs> well, we were just looking at um, all of the shows you're going to be on at Bridgetown, and holy crap, yeah. dude! You're wow. part of yeah. some awesome shows. Yeah, you are. That is a solid set that you have going on. Like yeah. all three of those shows. I'm really excited about all those. I'm really honored to be a part of each one. Like, yep, all, every single one. Well, Tons of comedians I respect, and and awesome. uh, of course you can find out about all the info at BridgetownComedy.com. I should make sure and look under that. performers, and you can yeah. see when each performer is doing their shows. And so, you have three amazing ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, the first one, let's see, is this Friday? Is the first one uh, Thursday. Thursday? Are you going to say the full yeah. name, Greg? Uh, oh yes, yes, <laughs> I, I will say it because it's uh, Baron Vaughn, who is one of our favorite people to have in here. Yeah. Uh, Baron is awesome. Baron Vaughn presents the new Negroes. 
at the Hawthorne Theater main stage. And that's the name of the show. Yeah. So what's, what is the premise of the new Negroes that's going to be happening at the well, Hawthorne Theater? Well, what I understand is it's like to be modeled after the uh, the new Negro movement of the Harlem Renaissance. So like uh, trying to showcase uh, different black comedians and like a different different thought process. Like, yeah. Everybody on here, you got... Uh, Tons of people, like tons of comedians on there that like are great. Yeah, just because you're black doesn't mean you all have the same co- like style of comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and especially, um, there's been a lot of talk here in Portland about like there not being enough black comedians and stuff like that. So this is perfect. You like you want to come out and see uh, just this whole different variety of black comedians. Some of them from here, some of them from all over the place. So, yeah, like new people to follow. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited. Oh, that's going to be cool. So that one's going to be Thursday, yeah. uh, Thursday night, May 8th. Uh, that's at 10 to 11.30 p.m. at uh, the Hawthorne Theater where we had our listener party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where Indeed. it was. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, I mean, a whole bunch of people, like you said. So Baron Vaughn presents it. Uh, you, Nathan Brandon, Reggie Watts, yeah. Curtis Cook. Leo Flowers is in there. Holy Leo shit, Flowers. man. Yeah. Yeah, that's an it's awesome nice. lineup. <laughs> I feel, yeah, like all these shows, I feel like partially gu- guilty. Like, uh, I feel like I took somebody else's spot. Like, I don't, I don't deserve to be. No. On. Oh, yeah, you do. You deserve, no. You are known by the company that you keep, and you are keeping some really good company yeah. with that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So that one's on Thursday, and you get your tickets at BridgetownComedy.com. We sound like, like, over bubbly, like, parents. Like, and we're so proud of you, and then are. this next thing that he's doing. It's awesome. <laughs> oh, gee whiz. It's so awesome. <laughs> um, you and, uh, at the uh, so I want you to explain this too. So yes, I'm confused about the record thing. I've, that's why I want you to explain. So it. it's Voodoo Donuts Recordings presents Ian Carmel and Nathan Brannon. Yep. So what exactly is this? So uh, a, f- a few months back we had an idea uh, because well uh, Voodoo Donuts started their own record label or record. Okay. Label. Yeah. So They're taking over the world. Yeah. So we decided. Uh, well, like they decided to have me and Ian do push a single. Uh, like it's forty five records. It's mm-hmm. really cool. That's I've right. Never, yeah, I've never yep. had anything on a record before. <laughs> That's so cool. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So I'm on one side and um, Ian's on the other side. And yeah, it's another thing. Going back to like just tons of comedians I respect and stuff. It's an honor to be on the same record. Oh yeah, because I'm sure if Ian's talking about that because he has such a huge following now. Yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> That's the thing we're talking. I feel so guilty because it's like he'll put it out and tons of people will see it and like see my name. But if I put it out, it's like. My mom and my sister already know it. Like, who am I going to tell? <laughs> hey, you got to work with what Dude. works. Hell yeah. I'll do, yeah. yeah I'll no, tell you're on a record. That's badass. Yeah, and I mean, there are lots of comedians that could have been on the on the other side of the 45. It's you, Nathan. Yeah. You were chosen for that. What can I say? What I can love you donuts. Say? So, <laughs> so, on donuts the set, so is it, it like one of your sets, or how long is it? Like, Yeah, so I guess each, each side, uh, I think they're about four to six minutes each side, and... Uh, Mine's about donuts. I haven't heard Ian's yet because mm. I can't find a record player. <laughs> I'm still looking for a record player. Greg has a record player. I have I a record do. player too. <laughs> Good. You don't have a. Re- well, I guess maybe not everybody has record players. No. Why yeah. would you? I mean, you don't really need a record player. I like anymore. listening I just to my got record one. player. Yeah. I'm a hoarder, man. I, hey, I can't keep stuff like that. Yeah. I have three VHS players and stuff. I can't do it. So <laughs> Wait, so you have the record in hand. Yeah. But you can't listen to it because you can't find a record player. <laughs> <laughs> but I've read uh, the descriptions of both sides and it's very entertaining. Uh, so so how long is it? How long is your side of it? Uh, my side's a little over four minutes. Okay. Or about four minutes. And wow. I think Ian's is about six. And so those are going to be available like it's it's kind of mm-hmm. the record release, you isn't can it? Actually, yeah, you can buy them on Voodoo Donut Recordings uh, or Voodoo Donuts website. Okay, uh, wow, with the merchandise. Uh, 
section. Like you can buy it there. Also at the release, we're gonna have them there. So awesome! Come and get Ooh. one. You're gonna want one. You're gonna be all fancy and shit. So that's at the Doug Fur, right? Yeah. I've never seen yeah. comedy there. Are they, is this something new that they're doing? I yeah, I've never performed there. I don't know if there's comedy or if there's ever been comedy. But yeah, I've uh, always wanted to perform there. I think they've done a couple of things. I think, I think Reggie Watts was there once. Uh, Reggie might have. I think W. Kamau Bell. Oh might have yeah, done I okay. Think he did a show there. Yeah. Kamau or Kamau? I always mess it up. I think it's Kamau. Yeah, Kamau. Okay. Yeah. All right. yeah. He's right. who, yeah. He's well, now we got that. So that, he's going to be here for Bridgetown as well. Yeah. 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 We yeah, totally want to get an interview with him. And so that's at the Squarespace stage at Doug First. Squarespace is also a sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. Nathan, did mm-hmm. you know that? Uh, Squarespace is a sponsor of ours as well. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. It's I badass. And so you're going to be on the stage. It's like we're all like coming together as one. <laughs> we're going to no. hold hands. <laughs> yeah. Worlds collide. We're just going to sing New Negroes the whole time. I don't know why. <laughs> that's what we're going to do. So, uh, so yeah, so that's um, Friday at 11 p.m. Yeah. And then you have this. Uh, oh, let me pull it up here. Oh, Portland Masters. Yeah, Portland Masters. Does that mean you're a master? <laughs> Are you a master of <laughs> this comedy? This is crazy. Like, this is one. Like, because everyone else on the show. Like, I started watching them. Like, they were already, you know, headlining shows and mm-hmm. things like that when I started, when I first got into open mics. So it's a huge honor and, and incredibly humbling to be, a, a, like, on the stage, same stage with these guys. Oh, like, cool. It's nuts. Every single one of them, I grew up watching it. I learned so much from them, and it's weird to And now you're up there as, the a, as a peer. Yeah. yeah. So what is it like, like, when you guys are all going to be up there, do you know, is it like a panel kind of thing? Are you taking turns doing your performances? Yeah, How I does think it? we're just doing stand-up. Okay, doing cool. Doing, uh, different sets, so that's going to be... Nice. <laughs> yeah, you... I hope I grow up early, because it's... Oh, that's... I don't know how... Oh, yeah, Christine's in there. Christine Levine, Dwight Slade, Augie Smith, Susan Rice, Dave yep. Anderson. Yeah, dude, that's a that's a solid lineup right there. Yeah, yeah. That's if <laughs> you yeah, if you know anything about Portland comedy, you, you got to know all those guys. Mm-hmm. A master. <laughs> yeah, Portland master. <laughs> you need to get business cards and just say Nathan Brandon, <laughs> master. <laughs> or master comedian. Master. Yeah. No, all right, and that's going to be either. at the Analog Theater Where's on Saturday. Uh, let me double check where the Analog Theater is. I don't know where the Okay, I'll make sure. I, uh, I think it's, it's down yeah, here, it's isn't it? Hopper. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's right. So that's a newer venue for this year, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. awesome. Right on. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. So who are you looking forward to seeing this year? Are there any shows or anything, anyone in particular that you uh, really are excited to go check every, out? Every year I always get so into uh, uh, watching James and Domian. Like, you yeah. just never yeah. know. And I love that. I love that. Uh, just unpredictable. And it's not even just unpredictable on stage is off stage like he'll show up somewhere and do like a whole thing and it's that's <laughs> so inspiring as a comedian but it all just as a like a comedy watcher that's yeah. so great because it's it brings a whole new energy to the room every time he comes in yeah, yeah you never know what you're gonna get yeah yeah, I and just started watching his uh, his his show. What is it called? Conspiracy theory or something like that. The one where he imperson- with Jesse impersonates Ventura. Jesse Ventura. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so he is so spot on with that impersonation. <laughs> it's it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. It is awesome. Of course, you'd like somebody impersonating Jesse Ventura. Oh no, it is, it is so damn funny. Okay, I'm gonna have to see that then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. I think he has like a wig or something like that. Yeah, he's got the wig, and he's even got the shape. Oh, it's. It's just spot on. I, I will not even attempt to to, <laughs> to do it justice. Yeah, yeah to <laughs> do that. Yeah, I'm just looking at this list. This is insane. Oh, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Uh, Kumail. Na- How do you say Nanjiani? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I've been watching. Yeah, he's uh, great too. I'm really looking forward to seeing. Yeah, him I've never seen his stand up because I've been watching Silicon Valley because he's on that show. Oh yeah, yeah, and that, yeah, his, his stand up is great. All right, cool. Yeah, 
Well, and one we talked already about Baron Vaughn. Yeah, he's like Baron hands down one of my favorite comedians. Yeah, I love seeing him live. Yeah, and then, you know, and then Reggie Watts, of course. Reggie, oh, Watts. Yeah. Reggie Watts is a show all into itself. Yeah, like that's it, a given. Yeah, I don't know anybody that does it exactly like Reggie Watts does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's yeah, kind of a show. <laughs> and then all the local, the local uh, comedians that are in it too. Like all of us who were on that. Well, I'm at weeks uh, top five or, or oh five yeah five yeah all in it so like nice Look any, at you. any one up. of them you're doing it starts with the top five list now you're a master like the oh, look at this shit <laughs> it's like house of cards <laughs> I'd be knocking on the desk for some reason <laughs> it is totally house of cards yeah <laughs> so you've got to plot against somebody I'm sure <laughs> I may or may not have pushed somebody onto the tracks of a rails <laughs> 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 fair enough Ian Carmel I'd like to meet you there at the back station. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so and I just end up giving him a hug. Like, I know this is a weird place to meet. I just <laughs> so do you ever get um, like? Is it more nerve wracking to be part of a festival? Less nerve wracking? Just the same? Like because it's like a big build up to Bridgetown, particularly since it's like the big festival here in town. Like, do you find yourself getting nervous as it's uh, approaching? Uh, yeah, but not for the. The way it used to be, I used to get nervous, like, oh, I hope they laugh and things like that. But now it's like, I hope I just live up to everybody else, you know, that I, mm-hmm. I stay at the, the, the talent level. Yeah. That I'm worried I, I, I don't want to mess up any uh, any lines or anything like that. <laughs> That's what I, because it's always stupid mistakes that I make like that. I'll do something and then jumble my words or something. And no, or, or it's like, probably ah. something that only you will realize yeah. you did wrong. And yeah, nobody yeah. else can tell the back. That's the greatest show yeah, I've ever I seen and you're just beating <laughs> yourself up. Yeah, that, that's the biggest thing I'm worried about is uh, well, I kind of want to sh- show Portland what I can do mm-hmm. but I also am not showing myself but confirming to myself. Yeah. Know? So like I want to be because you're at this level now and you want to confirm yeah. for you that you should be there. Yeah, like my whole career, I've always wanted people to watch and I've always wanted people to listen to what I'm saying and stuff. And I think, like, these shows, there's, I don't know if they're sold out yet, but I have to imagine they're pretty close to Oh, I would think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of those people watching, that like, that's exactly what you, you hope for. So then you, the pressure's to, to deliver. So it's like, that's the big. Yeah. So it's not really nervous, like, nerves and things like that. It's just. Making sure you're on. Yeah. Oh, you will. I, you're you're a fucking pro. You can do this. <laughs> well, and that's why people should get their tickets now for mm. Bridgetown Comedy. Yeah. That's true. I mean, mm. even when we had passes last year, like we couldn't get into some of the shows because once yeah. the sh- once the bodies are in the room yep. and it's full, like doesn't matter like if you if you know somebody or not, like you yeah, have to be in it. there with the ticket. And it's that insane it. if you're a comedian, uh, like you know, unless you're in the green room, it's yeah, it's almost impossible mm. to be in in the main area with all the audience. Yeah just because yeah there's no space yeah well and there's so so many different shows going on at so many different places like you kind of just pick and choose and Mm. i mean every one of them's winning you know i mean no matter what show you see they're all fantastic yeah because i remember last year uh, stumbling into some neat shows because like the other like the one i intentionally wanted to go to was too full yeah and then i'm like oh Mm -hmm. went to this one ended up seeing an awesome comedian i'd never heard of before and i'm like i would have never had this chance yeah like i think a lot of people uh once the festival starts going like people are just going all over the place and they forget about like the lounges and things like there's great comedians mm-hmm. and in, a lot of times like they're more relaxed in, in those lounge shows so like you you can see them be more honest and stuff like that I love yeah. that yeah and as a fan of comedy what's neat too is if you've never been to Bridgetown all the comedians are also fans of other comedians so while you're sitting there watching a comedian other comedians that like maybe one you wanted to meet or maybe you know someone yep. someone famous or something is standing next to you watching someone else perform yeah so it's like mm-hmm. very integrated 
Yeah, it is a lot of fun. That's it, exactly how the first time I met Hannibal Burris and the first time I met uh, Doug Benson was like that. They were out checking out other people. Yeah, it was like they were standing right next to you. And you're like, ah. <laughs> Hi, Hannibal Burris. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, hey, I'm a big fan. <laughs> you need some water or anything? I feel like I should offer. <laughs> well, that is awesome. God, yeah. dude, you have so much going on. This is badass. Yeah, it's it's. This is making really me excited great. for next week. Yeah, me too. it really is like a little Portland like mini vacation mm-hmm. because you do kind of set everything aside. Like you have to, perf- you could like you know you're performing. We just like get to sit there and <laughs> yeah. be entertained. Yeah, we don't have the beer. pressure. Yeah, yeah, we just talk to people. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have to entertain anyone Which like that. Which is a okay. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think it's it's so already such an honor just to get in it, you know, and and be on the shows like. After that, like the pressure is like now it's more fun. And yeah, everything. for me it's going to be a wonderful vacation next week. I can't wait. To mm-hmm. And then even before it starts, like around in Portland, you're going to see a lot of shows, a lot of showcases for people getting town early, and yeah. then um, you know and, and stuff like that. And the local guys, like uh, local guys and girls, <laughs> are uh, going to be practicing and stuff like that. So. Yeah, check that out. Check out the open mics and yeah, I love Hawthorne around this time because it really mm-hmm. is. You're just walking down the street and you're bumping into like all these people. You're like, I think I know them from somewhere. Yeah, and you can't really you know figure out. Why. I remember seeing like Janine Garofalo walking down the street last year. Yeah, like, oh, that's Janine Garofalo. This is okay. <laughs> yeah, just hanging out. Yeah, um, and also shout out to uh, like, sorry, I keep going back to the local people, but yeah, uh, Bree Bree Pruitt. She recorded her first album last week. Oh, that's and great. Was, yeah, so you got a lot of comedians. Making a lot of moves and stuff. It feels like the energy is crazy. Oh. It, like the creativity in this city right now is awesome. And, and you're part of it. And everybody's <laughs> talented. Like it's not like overblown yeah. or anything. It's not like it's something like Seattle when they had a, you know, the grunge thing happened when there's all those bands that were just crappy that got all this publicity. Yeah. Everybody's legitimately good. Like there's legitimately really amazing comedians yep. here. That's only the, the only missing piece of the puzzle is we're trying to get people to pay attention to what we're doing. That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So. Tell your friends and come check it out. Check out all the comedy, especially this week. You know, like coming up, this is the best time in the year. Oh, I can feel it in the air. Yeah. It's exciting. It is like a holiday. It really is. <laughs> yeah, it's like all right, here the festival. <laughs> <laughs> all the comedians, yeah, they look like it's Christmas Eve. They, they get that look on their face. Oh yeah. Well, I can tell that they get it because you have it right now. <laughs> <laughs> their makeup and everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, get your tickets, bridgetowncomedy.com, and then the schedule's on there, too, of everybody's performances and where everyone's going to be. And we'll be talking to a lot of a lot of people, too, next week. So um, stay tuned to Fun Employment Radio, because you never know who's, awesome. who's going to be stopping by the studio. Me. Yes. And, and say, say hi to Nathan. Say hi to Nathan. He's very nice. He is. Maybe he'll even wear his Fun Employment Radio shirt at some point next weekend. I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> way, to, way to force that Woo. in. <laughs> I just figured I'm just going to fucking swing and That's see if I back someone into a corner. Yeah. My boobies uh, have stretched it out, so it kind of looks like California sideways <laughs> now. But we'll get you a new one. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right. Well, should we uh, go to break? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, Nathan, thank you so much for oh, coming in. You. And I'm so excited for it's you next week. Hang with you. Oh, we're such Yay. a fan of you. All right. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. Welcome. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right. Hello. Oh, what was that all about? I don't know. Why did you say it like that? Because I was excited. Because after talking about it, I really am excited for next week. 
Yeah. No, I am too. It's mm. gonna be it's going to be awesome. But even though I'm excited for next week, I'm also very nervous for tonight. So wish me luck in my bartending gig. Okay, I will wish you luck oh. in your in your bartending gig. Thank you for tonight. I don't feel like you that you meant it. I I mean it. I wish you luck in that. I'll wish you luck in that. And then maybe if I have time, I can get uh, the Slipper app up by Bridgetown because I'm sure there's a lot of comedians that may be into the, using the Slipper app. A lot. Of, so what you're saying is a lot of the Bridgetown comedians might be foot fetishists. Well, I can't say for sure. But I'm saying I don't it's think possible. I know one person in life who's a foot fetishist, mm-hmm. and he was just kind of weird. Yeah, well, I had but maybe I was. maybe I'm friends with multiple foot fetishists. Fetishists. Yeah, see, they need and, a place uh, to go too. And, yeah, and they just don't. They haven't opened up to me about it. The new slipper app. No, footsie. Maybe we'll you know to, footsie is catchy. We'll think about that. Um, of course, though, we did mention Squarespace being one of the sponsors of Bridgetown Comedy Festival, and we are very, very excited and honored to also have them sponsoring our show, Fun Employment Radio. So that means you know they like cool stuff, and they've got a cool product. Are you calling on top us cool? Um, well, yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and do that. All right, just do it. I'm doing that. All right, because uh, Squarespace is cool, so therefore we are too. Uh, so <laughs> Squarespace.com/slash Fun Employment. You can go there now to set up your website. They make it so easy to do so. It's all drag and drop. Uh, lots of different templates, different uh, ways you can conform your website to whatever it is you want. You can set up um, a pay service on there so that you can even set up a store. You can receive money through it. They've got everything that you need. Which is so awesome. So uh, that is all at uh, squarespace.com. Sign up for your free trial. You don't even need a credit card or anything to sign up for your trial and check it out. Squarespace.com slash fun employment. And then when you sign up, use the offer code fun employment and you get 10% off. Awesome. It's so cool. So a uh, big thank you to them for uh, for being part of our show. Yeah. And thank also, you to Nathan Brannon. Yeah, we love Nathan. Yes. If you couldn't tell. Yes. Also, uh, tomorrow, free comic book day and uh, Keelan... I believe is DJing tomorrow. I don't know where he is, Keelan, right where you're DJing. Okay. Uh, tomorrow from 7 to 10 p.m. Tomorrow night. Oh. Hopefully after the Blazers solidify a win tonight yeah. and the first round. Uh, Keelan's going to be at Things from Another World on Broadway. Things from Another World on Broadway, 7 to 10. Listen to him spin your favorite jams. No, that's not how he's That's not how he's uh, trying to... Sp- well, is that what he's, his catchphrase is? Mm-hmm. Spin your favorite jams? DJ oh. Pwn Tony. A.K.A. Pied Piper of White People. Spinning your favorite jams. Spinning your favorite jams. Wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's involved in that one. He probably doesn't say okay. that. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give me a call, five, or give me a call. Wow. Give us don't a call. call. Don't call me, just call Greg. Give, <laughs> give me a call. Yeah, thanks, Greg. 9120 You can call me, too. Um, it'll be, uh, you can call us anytime and uh, leave a message. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Show's tomorrow? Show's tomorrow. Mm. Uh, Rip City Bad Boys, I believe, is back tomorrow at uh, noon p.m. on the Fun Employment Radio Network. And then also Chronicles of the Nerds. It's going to be a very happy um, or very sad hungover. Either way, hungover Tristan tomorrow on the show. Yeah, depends if the Blazers win tonight. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, it'll go either way. All it'll right. go how it's supposed to go. Um, all right, thank you so much, everyone. You guys are fantastic. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Go Blazers. Thanks,